0: Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay. Today I want to talk about living media free. This is a strange topic for a podcast recording, a very strange topic for a podcast recording. I've been talking with my wife over a few weeks now associated with the impact that the media has on us in particular, the kind of sensationalized media, and also just the really terrible things that seem to be happening with such a great frequency that we have absolutely no impact on. If this thing was down to me, I would institute complete police reforms. I would disarm the police. I would have a situation where basically the dialogue could be reopened in a situation where things changed and things needed to be rebuilt based on this change. That's clearly not going to happen. So, so yeah, with terrorism, we're killing them at a far faster rate than they're killing us. It's a terrible point of analysis to use. But quite frankly, I would stop the bombings. I would stop the projection of all these countries that are just basically, you know, brutal tyrannies. And I would re-architect foreign policy accordingly. That's not going to be happening anytime soon. So I find myself in a position where... I have distinctly different political views, distinctly different ideas that I would like to see enacted that will never be enacted. And unfortunately, this is why I'm starting a new political podcast, because I want to have a forum to actually have these kind of discussions with other reasonable like-minded folk so these discussions can at least exist. That is my contribution, unfortunately, to what is happening, because I have no other means of contributing. So in this light, when I see media... When I see continuous media of things that I have no impact on, that I cannot affect, they're just indicative of the simulation that is just running and running and running, there's little I can do. And my energy is probably better served doing certain kinds of analysis, doing certain kinds of interaction, but not being burdened with the day-to-day aspect of this. And I do understand very politically and very fundamentally That this is not a narrative which is supposed to be there, particularly in the context of talking with folks from Black Lives Matter. Because in this context, this is not something that they can put away. This is not something that they can just say, I'm not dealing with this today. This is something which is daily and very, very real. I'd like to talk in part about the context of moving out of these circumstances and just trying to, like, get as far away from this as possible, but unfortunately, when it's to do with the colour of your skin or, well, really the colour of your skin, I mean, basically the stuff that happens associated with, you know, folks being bombed and this kind of thing, it's basically a racial thing. If they were white folks that even spoke different languages, they wouldn't be being bombed currently, right? So... Unfortunately, it's just a racial thing. So you've got this whole, the outside world doing its own stuff. And then you've got a very finite and precious amount of time, which is your own energy. And it's a luxury. It's a complete luxury. The discussion I've had with my wife associated with this is simple. You pick times through the day that you interact with the news media and you reduce these times accordingly. I have a philosophy, which probably my wife is going to cringe at me even putting out there but I use the times that I'm sitting on the toilet as a means of absorbing media. seems to be like a right time, like total evolution thing that you're just viewing consuming media and you're in that environment. And then when you're done, you get on with the rest of your life. And this is very much a kind of white privilege perspective. I'm very well aware of this, but at the same point, energy is a finite thing and you've got to focus your energy at some time. Clearly, a portion of this to fix this thing clearly a portion of this to be disgusted with this thing clearly a portion of this to talk about what happens in the future and get other like-minded folk together but unfortunately i think the media here is complicit with a series of other issues which i'm hoping to explore in the new podcast and the role of the media here is not to report it's to entice is the wrong word excite is the wrong word perturb i guess perturb enough of the population that the population will be wanting to come back to the media time and time again and the media creates a very particular thing it doesn't create like absolute information i mean this is what was interesting associated with the the facebook live video aspect of what happened you know a few weeks ago that was an individual capturing a very poignant and painful time projected to a lot of people and what's interesting here is I listen to other podcasts, I've been experimenting with a few podcasts, other podcasts, particularly with white folks hosting, make the point very clearly that, well, in both these cases, these men had guns. Actually, the police interact with a lot of people with guns. A surprisingly large percentage of the population actually carries firearms in the US. Police interact with them on a regular basis, they're not killed. And when you start realising that, or when you've lived, I mean, I've lived in Nevada, Nevada is a concealed carry state, I don't know... <laughs> It wasn't a majority of the folks that I worked with, but it was a solid 40% carried firearms, concealed on them. That's just the way they operated. And they were stopped by the police and they had interactions with the police and they were not killed. So carrying a firearm, even as it's perceived perhaps in California mentality, it's not a reason to be killed. And the circumstances of the way in which they operate, it's overwhelming. And the media plays a very particular role in this thing. My perspective is by recording these podcasts and putting it out, I am doing in some regard a media service. I'm not necessarily always talking about the news or this kind of stuff, but I am putting information out and I feel very strongly that the way in which I put this information out is important and that the information that I put out is important. But what I see in broader terms in the media is no critical analysis or just a very strange kind of analysis, which is just relatively self-serving. And quite frankly, I can deal with that at very particular times of my day when I'm sitting down and have nothing better to do. And that's the way in which I frame this kind of media discussion. Now, for certain things, for certain recent videos and stuff, I will take time out typically after a day or two. I'll sit down and I will allocate maybe half an hour to an hour to consume media around this and to try to get a better understanding of what's going on. But in terms of my general day to day, I've got a lot of stuff going on. I've got a lot of stuff going on, which I have to deal with and be present for almost immediately, particularly associated with my work. And in that context, I can't be emotionally impacted by just the continued insanity that goes on in the world. And that's my media philosophy. That's the way in which I'm taking it currently. And this is the way that I talk with my wife about consuming media. Tom Barbellay in San Jose, signing out.